The biggest problem with having limiting beliefs is that you believe them. That's the biggest problem with them. And your success will only grow to the capabilities of your current identity and what that identity believes to be true. An identity meaning who you think you are, who you believe you actually are. See, the strongest force in the human personality is to stay consistent with who you already think you are. And we're gonna break through that today and elevate your identity to the next level so that you can succeed faster than ever before. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bishak. I'm a personal development expert with over nine years of coaching experience. And I personally built my business from $92,000 in debt to a multi seven figure business in just a couple of years. And I am obsessed with helping entrepreneurs just like you come alive to their limitless possibilities and turn their passions, turn your passions, into dollars. And like I said, the greatest problem with limiting beliefs is that we believe them. And so if you believe that money is hard to make, the hardest thing about that is that you believe that to be true. Even though it's not, it's a thought opinion. It's not actually real. Money is incredibly easy to make. It's super, super simple. And if you have a limiting belief that says that's not true, then you'd look at that statement and say that's false. So the greatest problem with having a limiting belief is that you believe it. And what we need to do is we need to shift our identity. See, what most people do when they try to change their world is they start by trying to change their circumstances, their environment. They try to change the things going on in their life that uh, are around them, their money. Uh, they try to change how their kids' routines go, all that stuff, thinking that those things are going to create a significant change. And sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. But what's interesting is that Typically, it's a behavior that creates that environmental change, right? When you change one of your behaviors, when you change one of your actions, the environment around you naturally changes. And typically, what allows for those behaviors to actually work is if you adopt new skills, if you believe that you're capable of new skills. So let's say, for example, that you want more money. Well, one of the behaviors that you would want to change is that you would want to prospect new people to your business, right? Well, one of the skills that makes that possible is the skills of persuasion and sales. If you are prospecting people to your business, trying to change your financial situation, but you don't have persuasive skills, will you be able to create that change very easily? Likely not. Likely not. And so what allows for all of those three things to happen? To adopt a skill, to change a behavior so you can shift your circumstances. It really comes down to your beliefs. Your beliefs meaning what you believe to be true about life, or there's two different types really. The first is global beliefs, which is beliefs about a general blanket statement. For example, men are, women are, whatever it is. Life is, I, you know, I, I, uh, my dog is, right? Or dogs are, right? That's an example of a global belief. It's a blanket statement about a group of population or a large uh, mass of things together. But there's also rules, and those rules are if-then statements. If-then statements meaning, if I grow my business, my wife will leave me. If I grow my business, I can't be a great parent, right? If I have money, I will be judged. Those are also beliefs. And so the, what, the point I'm trying to make is that your beliefs about, let's use business as an example, influence if you will ever learn the persuasion and sales skills, which then influences if you will adopt the behavior of putting yourself out there in prospecting situations, and therefore changing your financial circumstances. But what causes our beliefs? What causes our beliefs is our identity. Our identity meaning who we think we are. So I want to ask you, do you believe that you are an entrepreneur? Because if you believe, let's say, here's the, one of the greatest transformational experiences I went through in my journey. 
I was, I identified as a coach for a very long time. And here's the beautiful thing about being a coach. When I am a coach, my beliefs are it's about helping people. It's about serving people. It's always about giving to others. That's a beautiful thing, right? Amazing beliefs. But what skills will I adopt with that? I might adopt the skill of how to coach and change someone's belief, which is great. I might adopt the skills of uh, how to lead. That might be something. I might adopt uh, the skills of compassion. And therefore, in conversations, my behaviors would be more empathetic. I'd be able to lead them to change. And therefore, I'd be able to create transformation in my environment. And that's a great thing. right? These are all great skills. But what I noticed is when I identified as a coach, I noticed that I was having a hard time building an actual business. Because if you think about the identity of an entrepreneur or a CEO, do those identi identities have different beliefs associated with them, right? So for example, if you have the identity of a CEO, then what happens to your beliefs? It shifts from, it's always about helping to, I create my own destiny. I'm responsible for my life, right? Incredible things. And it doesn't mean you don't take some of the coaching stuff and bring it with you. But with that new belief of I'm responsible for my life, I'm responsible for my business, I create my own destiny, do you see how that would then make you learn the persuasion skills, sales skills, which would then change your behaviors and therefore influence your environment? So it all comes down to our identity, how we identify as people. If you believe you are a coach, but you're trying to build a business, you're gonna have a very hard time. If you believe you're an entrepreneur and you try to build a business, very different experience. Very, very different experience because who you think you are impacts everything. And so let's use this outside of business. If you believe I'm a positive person, like you say it about yourself, I'm a positive person, then can things happen in your life that are negative and you still stay positive, right? Think about the identity of I'm a realist. Well, think about that identity, not saying it's good or bad, but if you identify as a realist, then isn't there more skepticism in your beliefs, right? There's more realism, there's more skepticism, there's more data focus, which is not a bad thing, it just is, versus I'm an optimist, right? And so there's more possibility in my beliefs and vision and optimism and what am I creating, right? So it's completely different based on who you think you are, but the challenge is, Tony Robbins said the greatest force the strongest force in the human personality is the need to stay consistent with who you already think you are. And so we need to, if we ever want to grow and expand our life, we need to expand our identity. And I did an episode, maybe it was two, three years ago. I don't even remember that. We've had hundreds of episodes, but it was about this idea of a hermit crab. My, uh, one of my best friends in the world, his name is Jim. Jim's in a similar field as I am. And he came up with this metaphor one day and it blew my mind. So all credit goes to Jim, uh, Jim Wall in this, in this metaphor. But I'm going to take his, his teachings and bring it to you. There's a metaphor for hermit crabs and how hermit crabs are fascinating little creatures. And I want you to take this and look at your own life. See, hermit crabs, to protect themselves from the elements, from being eaten, from whatever it is, they have a shell, a hard coating, right? And they grow within that shell to reach the outer limits of that shell. And that's a beautiful thing, right? We grow within our comfort zone. We hit that comfort zone. Now, this is an interesting point. When the hermit crab grows to the outer limits of his shell, something interesting happens. There's this dull, achy pain, knowing that that crab is meant to grow bigger than it currently is, but it feels trapped. 
And I want you to ask yourself if you're in that situation where you've grown to the outer limits of your identity, where you feel like you, you want to expand, but you just feel trapped. Like there's nothing you can do because it's scary. If you leave that shell and go find a bigger one, you could get eaten. And so we have a couple of choices when that happens. When our identity expands to meet our comfort zone, our ego, the outer edge of our identity. So the ego, otherwise known as everyone's greatest obstacle, that shell, that safe comfort zone. That's the expansion of your identity up until that comfort zone, up until that ego says, nope, this is it. This is what's keeping you safe. I'm keeping you in here. Now, the ego has a great purpose. Its job is to keep you safe. But if you want to grow a business, safety and security is not the answer. You're not going to grow a business from safety and security. That's not how it works. You need to take calculated risks and be uncertain, put yourself in growth situations. And so you reach this outer edge of your shell, right? And you have a couple choices. Choice one is leave the shell. And like I said, if you leave the shell, you have no protection. You're going to be seen. You could get eaten. You could get swept away in the currents. There's all this risk that comes from leaving that shell. That's option one. Option two is that you stay in your safe shell. And if you stay in that safe shell, here's the challenge. What ends up happening is you get this dull, achy pain, like I said, that feels like you're meant to expand, like there's more of you available, but you can't access it. And you just feel trapped. But here's the problem. If you do this long enough, that feeling of being trapped, that dull, achy pain ends up becoming a numbness. It ends up becoming, this is just how my life is. These are my circumstances. You don't understand my situation. These are the cards that I'm dealt. And that's what most people live in. Most people don't leave the shell because it's scary. They fear change. They fear uncertainty. They fear getting eaten. But I'd be more scared of what happens if you stay in that shell. Because you find yourself two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road with the same problems, same money situation, same bad day. See, what got you here will not get you there. If you want to get to the next level in your life, it means constantly leaving that shell, constantly finding a bigger one, a better one, a brighter one, one that's more magnificent, one that allows you and, uh, to grow and has room for you to expand. That takes some guts, takes some courage. Now, courage is interesting because it doesn't mean you don't have fear. It means that you take action even though you're afraid. It means you're brave. It means you take a leap. But I want you to ask yourself, if you started to feel that dull, achy pain, this rationalization about why it's harder for you, this rationalization of how other people have it easier, people with bigger, brighter shells, they don't get your situation, you're stuck in that shell. Four years ago, I was $92,000 in debt. Now we have a multi-million dollar business, living in our dream home, having a beautiful life. I'm not saying that to impress you. I'm saying that because that came from expanding shells. You can change your life faster than you think. You really can. And so you have a choice to make. Stay in that shell, experience the dull, achy pain, or leave that shell. Now, here's the interesting piece. You need to, when you leave that shell, one of the ways to make this less risky for you is to surround yourself with other people who are constantly changing shells. So that when you leave, other hermit crabs that are constantly changing shells, so that when you leave, you say, hey, get my back through this. I'm going through a transformation. I need help. Having the courage to ask for help, like we talked about last week. You say, I need help. I'm going through this transformation. Can you help me? Can you get my back as I go through this, as I go and find a bigger shell? And you get in that bigger shell, and all of a sudden, this achy pain is off your shoulders. You feel lighter, and you can expand to that bigger identity. When your identity expands, guess what happens? It will eventually come up against that shell again, and you'll have to grow even more. 
And this happened when I went from employee to coach to entrepreneur to CEO. Those are all four big identity leaps that I had to make. And once I made those leaps, things started changing in my life very, very, very quickly. But it started with the leap first because you have so much more room to grow and then you grow to the outer edge of your ego, your shell, where your identity thinks it can expand to. But whatever your identity is, the, how great your identity is, the uh, size of your identity impacts what you believe, it impacts what skills you adopt, it impacts the behaviors that you deploy, and therefore the environment that you create. And so I want you to ask yourself, what is your identity? Where do you identify in terms of business? Do I identify as a coach? Do I identify as an expert, thought leader, an entrepreneur, a CEO? Where do you truly identify? Not where do you want to identify, where do you currently identify? And when you make this shift, magic can start happening so quickly. You get, other people get your back during this transformation, you get their back during transformation, magic can happen so much faster and you realize what you put out there and how you serve, it comes back tenfold over and over and over and over and over again. But you need to be willing to leave the shell to grow into a different shell, otherwise you will be stuck for years. You cannot change your life from the same level of consciousness that created your current life. And it's, it's scary to do this, it's scary to take the leap of faith because it goes against everything you've known for years. It feels counterintuitive to what's safe. It feels counterintuitive to all of your stories, everything that you've rationalized about your life. But rationalizing why your life is the way it is doesn't change your life. It might make you feel significant and certain and comfortable in the moment, but it doesn't shift anything. It just keeps you in the exact same spot. And so in order to do this, in order to expand your identity, you need to rewire your subconscious mind. You need to rewire your mind for that next level identity. And that's what I'm an expert in helping you do. Something big is coming, and I've been hinting at this for a little while. I can't tell you what it is yet, but it's something big that's coming to help you with exactly that, to rewire your mind, to expand your identity to the next level. Remember, the greatest problem with limiting beliefs is that you believe them. So if you believe I'm only I'm making this up. I'm only a coach. Or if you believe I'm a bad mom, or if you believe I'm a, a skeptic, if you believe that to be true and that's your identity, your beliefs about who you are, then what ends up happening is you'll fight like hell to keep those beliefs. And you'll get in places of confirmation bias where those beliefs are true. Have you ever noticed that when you're around people that have the same beliefs of limitation as you, it feels comfortable to share misery with them? Now, I'm not saying you're a miserable person. That's not what I'm saying at all. But have you ever noticed that if you have limiting beliefs about money and you surround yourself with other people that have limiting beliefs about money, it feels safe. It feels like home, right? Because all of a sudden you have a relief that you're not alone in this shit show. But if you really want to change, it requires going against that knowledge. Because if you ever noticed when you hang out, let's use that example of limiting beliefs about money, when you hang around with people that have different, more empowering beliefs about money. In this example, there's a piece of you that is like, well, it's nice for them. But there's also a piece of you that says, huh, I wonder what that'd be like. And you feel pulled for more, don't you? When you surround yourself with people at the next level of identity from where you are, you feel pulled to that level of identity. It might, it challenges you a little bit, kind of scrambles your eggs a little bit but it calls on the highest version of you to transform. So there's comfort, 
and hanging around people that believe the same things you. This is the confirmation bias I was talking about. The greatest problem with limiting beliefs is that we believe them, so we'll fight like hell to keep them, and that means we'll surround ourselves with people that believe the same things as us. But if you're smart, and you intentionally put yourself in rooms of people that are at that next level of identity from you, all of a sudden you go, huh, that's cool. I want to create that. And all of a sudden you can start creating it. It starts the process of rewiring your mind. That's what I'm going to offer you soon. Some really cool opportunities for you to rewire your mind, to be in a room full of people that are absolutely crushing it. Remember, the greatest problem with limiting beliefs is that you believe them. So if we want to create incredible success, six and seven figure success, touching lives all over the world, having true freedom, having sales roll in your bank account or in your business every single day, having your business grow by the thousands, your money in the bank account grow by the thousands every single week, having free time to spend with your family, you need to rewire your subconscious mind. You need to do it. And if you don't do it, you will stay stuck in the current identity that you have and you'll find yourself surrounding yourself with people that don't share the dreams and ambitions that you really want. Or they might deep down, but they've become numb to them. You need to get around people that are playing ball at a high level. You need to rewire your mind to do that. And like I've been talking about, the fastest way to do that is to take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype quiz. I've linked up below this. Again, it's quizzes.bradbizjack.com. I've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks, months and months and months. This is gonna give you your starting point. It's gonna give you your barrier to entry to this world of transformation. You're gonna be able to see what are my limiting beliefs about my current identity? Where do I stack up in this transformation? What might be holding me back? And once you identify what's holding you back, we'll give you a plan to be able to shift that. That's the power of being in our ecosystem. We will show you literally how to rewire your subconscious mind for success. So go take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype Quiz. We've linked it below. If you found value in this episode today, please screenshot this, share it with people, and help them expand their identity like that hermit crab that we talked about today. Also give us a rating and review if you would, if you found value in this, and take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype free quiz. It's totally free, it takes 60 seconds. We've linked it up below. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast today. My name is Brad Bizjack. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.